Welcome to our Drink a Book podcast, where we drink wine and talk about books. This is Lauren. Lynn. I'm Lee. It's Marie. And this is Joe. drink a book happy hour edition these are going to be our mini episodes that we put out in between our big episodes and each time we'll be talking about any really anything book related wine related um i mean pretty much anything that is interesting to us or to our listeners, I guess. I imagine at one point we'll probably have an episode about, like, all our Hogwarts houses. Totally. I'm sure that will come into play. <laughs> totally. So today, for our first one, we are going to be talking about another book that the five of us have all read. And this is one that's pretty popular. We're assuming that a lot of our listeners have read this book, too. And we are talking about Little Fires Everywhere. Who's the author again? I don't have the book in front of me. Um, Celeste Ng. Yes, that's right. And this was also a recent Mm -hmm. book club pick, right? Um, So we thought this would be a good one to talk about. So what did everybody rate it? I gave it a four. I believe I gave it a four. Same. 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 Oh, oh my wow. gosh. Wow. We all gave it a four. I mean, I thought it was really good. I, one thing that I really like about it, it's been like a year since I read it. So, but I also watched the show rec- more recently than mm-hmm. that. One thing I really liked was just like all the like racial nuances that were brought up and like mm-hmm. intertwined with like feminism and you know like civil rights in general I don't know just I really liked how it brought those things up but in a very like real way you know what Mm -hmm. I mean like I don't know I just thought it was really smart how she intertwined that with like the plot of the book it wasn't just about those types of issues you know Mm -hmm. it also had like a really interesting plot I just thought she did a really good job interweaving those things what did you like about it? I really liked the character development. I thought she did amazing with developing the characters and they were all like very complex and nuanced and their relationships were very complex. And with pretty much all of them, there was a lot of gray area. Like no one was just like good or bad. Like they all were just very complex. And I thought that that was really well done. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Mm-hmm. And I felt yeah. reading the book and even watching the show, I felt like Mia was supposed to be, you know, you always have a character that you're supposed to like, and then you have the character that you're not supposed to like. And when I was reading it, when I was watching it, I was thinking that Mia should be the character that I love for every reason. Like everything she does, I felt like I should have liked her, but then there were parts actions that she did that I'm like oh like I would get mad at things that she would do or things that would come up you know 
you're saying that the characters are very complex and I also thought that the plot was also very complex mm -hmm. and I mean that's what hooked me I loved that that it wasn't your typical book that you know there's a lot of stereotypical events that happen in books and you can kind of play out the entire structure and plot of the story and this was not predictable so I really liked mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. I agree completely. I The unpredictability is what I was going to say I liked, that I didn't know all these different twists and things were going to keep happening, like these other storylines. I kind of thought it might just be, you know, about Mia and Pearl living in this community where they don't quite fit. And instead, there's a whole bunch more going on, too, which I really liked. I think one of my favorite kind of themes in the book um, was kind of the theme of like what you're raised thinking you need to do to live a successful life versus like kind of just doing your own thing or what's right for you like in your heart like so the Mia versus um oh my god why am I blanking on her Elena? name Elena Elena yes Elena mm -hmm. totally blanked on her name just then yeah I really like that like back and forth I agree. And I liked how I really, really liked Izzy's character. I just, yes. And especially in the show, but in the book too, I love that you kind of like watched her learning the whole time. Like, you know, she had the right intentions, but like didn't always go about things the right way. And you could see her like figuring out where she went wrong and like being open to things that Mia would tell her and like feedback she got. I don't know. I just thought, I just loved that this young person, you know, like very vocal was yeah. Vocal, but also like not so stubborn or like what's, I guess, I don't know what word I'm looking for, like stuck in her ways or whatever that she wasn't willing to change and grow, mm -hmm. I guess. Did you have any criticisms about the book? Like anything that you didn't like or wish that the author would have changed or done better? I guess for me, the only thing I would maybe count as a criticism was that I could have done with like a little bit more of a faster pace. Like it was a little bit slow moving yeah. for me. Um, and, and I think that was just kind of like, the the nature of the book because it was a very like character driven book and even though there were like plot twists and things it wasn't like like a thriller or anything like that but um right. I do tend to like a little bit faster paced books I would say mm -hmm. I'm also sure if I'm not sure if my criticism is a criticism or not but I was gonna say um the open-ended ending which like is fine a lot of books do that but I like sometimes enjoy a little more closure and wanting to know what happened mm -hmm. like so many things were revealed that you never really found out if characters found out about them or where they ended up at the end and I know it's open to interpretation yeah. which is fine but um, I would have maybe liked a couple more of those things closed or answered but I mean I, I don't know that that's a bad thing, just my preference. Yeah. Joe, that was actually something I was going to mention to all of you guys. Is, what did you guys oh. think of that ending? Because for me, <laughs> I, I was shocked and blown away by the whole ending. And, you know, like you said, 
I want a sequel now because I want to know what happened. Not, I mean, I can, maybe I don't like those open-ended ended books either. Um, I want to know what happened so with Izzy. Okay, Bye. so I was going to ask, is that what you're talking about? Like the Izzy situation? Is there anything else you're talking about from the end too? For me, I, I feel like I just, it might even be cool moving forward if there were a second book is seeing now from Izzy's perspective, you know, maybe her journey or, you know, I kind of want more from Izzy a little bit, but also knowing what happened to Izzy. Where is she? Is she okay? Where Did she end up going with Mia? You know, because technically you don't, I mean, I don't think you know mm -mm. exactly where she went, but yeah, I was referring to Izzy and, and also, I guess, some other things. I i don't know everything coming to mind, but like, especially around Elena, like she found out so many things when she was snooping around for information on Mia, like, you know, that she took the baby she was carrying from that couple and ran off or um, like that she found out or thinks that Pearl had an abortion with Trip, but like, did she ever say anything about those things? Like she, knowing her, she might've gone, you know, to the police about Mia and Pearl, uh, you know, who knows? She was such a unknown factor. And I just feel like some of that, she might've said something that would have totally changed the outcome of everyone's lives, but maybe she didn't, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like open-ended things where it's like, left to the reader to decide what they think happened is just like lazy writing to be honest like you wrote this story you came up with all this stuff and then you're not you're not gonna tell me you're not gonna tell me what happened like come on i i think it'd be cool if there was a sequel i feel like there's a lot more to be like discussed absolutely I think if nothing else, the show could totally have a second season, kind of like what they did with Big Little Lies, uh -huh. you know, and just went like off yeah, on the book. For sure. That was my biggest criticism wasn't with the actual book, but it was with the show's ending. Like, did everybody here watch yeah, the show? No. Sorry. Okay. I did. <laughs> yeah, don't say anything. <laughs> I don't want to ruin it. I won't ruin it for you. But they they changed the ending a little bit like and how can i say it i thought that that part of the ending was a bit unbelievable i don't know if lee or marie if you agree with that yes but i don't want to say anything else 100 <laughs> percent. so i just felt like they maybe took part of it to the extreme and I don't know, but but I do think they totally set it up for mm -hmm. a second season, and I definitely would want to know what happened with Izzy, and then what happened with, um, what's the character's name who was the biological mother? Mei Ling. Of the... Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. What was her baby? mom's name? Oh, yeah, Bibi. Bibi. I was thinking yes. of the baby, Mei Ling. Like, that would be a great storyline to follow, too, to just see what happens with them. I somehow, I completely forgot when I watched the show, I had forgotten that she got her baby back at the end of the book. And mm -hmm. when I saw it in the show, I was like, 
astounded. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, this isn't believable at all. You texted me and you were like, why did they do that? And I was like, that was definitely in the book. (laughs) It had just been so long since I had seen it. And then since the other part of the ending on the show was changed, I had just like assumed they made all these changes Mm -hmm. and I was like all in an uproar about it. But yeah. Can I also, can I go back really quick to something that I liked about it? So I think we mentioned in our first episode that we're from Northeast Ohio. So it was like extra fun reading it because this is, Mm -hmm. the setting is in Northeast Ohio and Shaker Heights. And um, we were just talking a little bit about Shaker Heights, that it's like a really unique and cool area. And a lot of what was in the book is true. Like the rules are very strict. Like you have to have your grass cut to like a specific length. And there's a lot of like strict rules on like appearance of your house and stuff. But it is also like pretty liberal comparatively to some of the other nearby suburbs. But I could definitely see there being a lot of like, well-meaning progressive white people like Elena who kind of end up you know you know doing like microaggressions or being ignorant but thinking that they're being very progressive I thought that was like a fun part of the book to read just like knowing about Shaker Heights and living near there yeah yeah it was really fun to oh I'm sorry go ahead no, go ahead. Go I ahead. was just going to say, it was really fun, like, seeing road names mm-hmm. mentioned. I'm like, I've been on that road before. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes. I feel like a lot of things aren't set in Ohio, so when they are, we kind of have to, like, soak it yeah. up as much as we can and appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, the references Absolutely. to, like, Cleveland things were fun. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yes. We had looked it up, too, because a lot of films – like movies and stuff are actually filmed in Cleveland, which is kind of funny that are not set in Cleveland, you know, like they yeah. do a lot of filming like for Captain America. big movies. Yeah. Like Captain America, like a lot of action films and stuff, like big name movies are filmed in Cleveland. And so I thought maybe it actually was filmed in Cleveland, but it wasn't, it was filmed in Hollywood, I think, Ooh. but it looked so much like it, like the, the visuals of the neighborhoods and the houses and stuff are so similar to what you would actually see in Shaker Heights. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, I thought so too. Like the show was spot on for like what a Shaker Heights neighborhood looks like. It's like very Mm -hmm. old and charming and cute. Yeah, for sure. So switching gears from that a little bit, um, I just remembered as I was reading like, I liked Elena at first, and then as the novel went on, I was like, oh, my God, you're a f- bitch. Like, <laughs> she, she, no, she, the, like, the well-meaning, like, white person is so true because she came off like she was so, ch- like, charitable and generous, but, like, it just, it, she did it because it made her feel good, not that she was helping other people. And I felt like as the novel went on, you, she was letting slip kind of all these like her real thoughts about people and like kind of how she felt like she was better than everyone. And, ugh. oh yeah. I mean, everything she did was for her own mm-hmm. self-interest. That was very clear. Yeah. 
And I think back then, because wasn't this set in the 90s? Yeah, I think it was, yeah, I think it was like 98. It seemed like I thought very real for the time, you know? And obviously there is still, a, there's a ton of that going on now mm-hmm. as well, but like that seemed very plausible to me that that would be the situation in the 90s where it's like, they're just starting to like have like the second wave feminism has kind of, or that was way after the second wave, but it was like the year of the woman was in the early nineties and like all that stuff was going on. And like, I don't know, it just seemed very realistic that she would see herself as this like super liberal, whatever, but like she has all of these flaws and Mm -hmm. like, like you said, ignorance about what's actually going on. I think we can't like blame her too much. It's kind of like her upbringing. You know what I mean? Like it all goes back to like the system, you know, like it just turns out people that like just think this way and that's how they have to feel to get ahead or like be successful. Yeah. And like the status, that was a huge thing Mm -hmm. of like, like the same as Shaker Heights as the city was kind of like how she was brought up as a person is like your appearance is so important. Mm -hmm. Like you cannot show anything other than like excellence or like perfection Mm -hmm. that goes back to what I like about it though like they all have flaws and like negative things but in some ways you can like sympathize with them Mm -hmm. it's just I felt that they were very well developed and complex yeah definitely so I'm assuming overall, we all definitely recommend the book. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And the show. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and we hope there's a sequel. Yes. Lauren and Joe, get back to us after you've seen the show on what you think. It's not my fault, okay? I've been trying to watch it. <laughs> it's my partner's fault. He's like, I'm not in the mood. <laughs> watch oh, it yeah. without him. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> so... All of our listeners, have you read Little Fires Everywhere? Let us know what you think about it. Chat with us on Instagram at drinkabookpod. You can email us at drinkabookpod at gmail.com. And also, have you been reading Give a Shit, which is our next book for our regular-sized episode? (laughs) We can't wait to hear your thoughts on it. And we can't wait to talk about it with you next time. Here's to another book club. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.